is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hope you're well. It's the Jason Manford Show. Uh, Darren Harriet is my guest this morning. Hi, how you doing? Well, me and Darren uh, worked together on Comet Relief University Challenge, where we were totally out of our yeah, we were zone. we were terrible. Yeah, we we, we were really bad. And uh, and Darren was un, uh, upset that we weren't on top of each other. By which he means yeah, <laughs> above each <laughs> above other. Above each other. It's probably the better term. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they film it where we're, we're, we're. It's like a. It looks like a normal panel show, but obviously on the yeah. telly. Yeah, it's on top of each other. Yeah, and we thought. Other, yeah. I genuinely turned up thinking that it was a set where the other team had to climb some stairs. I thought there were some ladders yeah. or something, like a to, penthouse. To get above the other group. <laughs> but no, that is not the case, uh, which most people probably know. But I was also a bit like, oh. Genuinely gutted. Devastated. I felt so let down. Yeah, like tricked Lied by. to. By television, all these years. Yeah, TV trickery. Damn you. Uh, 8.12.15 is the text this morning. If you're up and about, uh, let us know what you're up to, what has dragged you out of your pit this morning. It'd be lovely to hear from you. Uh, Darren, are you a morning person? Um, I wouldn't say so. Uh, no. Not, not really. Oh, good. Are comedians ever really morning people? Not really. It's not the reason we... we... Yeah. I feel like even comedians who have, a, like like yourself with kids and stuff, yeah. you're like a morning person, but you like, you just, because you have to it's be. It's been forced upon us. Yeah. Isn't that most people? I don't know. Uh, most people, we're not naturally... I'll tell you how I know I'm not a morning person. Well, I've never, ever woken up in the morning and yeah. opened the curtains and been like... Time to start my day. Yeah, like Snow White, just birds. <laughs> no, oh, never. No. no, I avoid it. Not a, my, my problem in the morning is none of me works for quite a while. Yeah. I would say a good 20 minutes, my, like my ankles don't work. Like I can't even walk. It's like an old, you're like an old truck or something. You just got to yeah. get it, just warm up a little get bit, the, get things, get things pull going. Pull the choke, pull the choke. Yeah. Give it more. <laughs> I just, I don't know what is wrong with me. This I walk to the bathroom. Uh, it, it, you know, when I, when I first get up, and it's like it's like lead, like concrete feet. I think I think I'm worse if I'm in a hotel oh, because yeah. it's 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 uh, it's unfamiliar territory. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm walking, stomping my feet, and I don't know where I'm. What's happening here? Uh, yeah, I feel about eighty years old every time I'm in a hotel yeah. in the morning. I'm I, just not ready for it. I, I stayed in a hotel last night in, in the city centre of Manchester. So, so coming back from Sunderland, I thought I'll, rather than disturb the family, I'll just stay close to the uh, to the to the studio. And um, I had one of my, I, and I realised this is a first world problem. Okay, but it's one of the things that bugs me the most about when you stay when you're away a lot and you stay in hotels no plug sockets near the bed I had one near the bed I oh. picked a winner yes I picked a winner last night it dude it kills me mate it kills uh, every it's time it's so I'm bad like, just put one near the bed it's like they do it on purpose they're it's, like no 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 we don't want you on your phone yeah it's like you've, this hotel has been designed since mobile phones so what is your excuse I even rang down to go to any rooms with a just need an alarm for the morning yeah, and yeah. you know all that sort of stuff. No, none of them. No plug sockets near the bed. No iron in the room. Oh, that's that's a, that lets you know the level of hotels I stay at. Where oh. if there's an iron in my room ready, I'm like, Darren, you've picked a fancy place. Yeah, you are, are doing because the hotels I normally stay that's at. If, worth a star. If you go down and ask for an iron, they kind of look at you like you've got no one important to see. Like yeah, why, don't, you're here. Put why do you need your clothes for? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just put a potato. You sack haven't on. got pride. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why you're, you're staying here. Yeah, no, I, it's oh, it's a, just a little, 
It's a little bugbear I have. It's the same with like uh, Wi-Fi in hotel. I feel like if you if you're in a hotel room, your Wi-Fi should auto, you should go on, press it, no password, nothing, oh, automatic. Oh. But when you have to log in and you have to wait for the other page to open, and all, it's like, why are we doing this? I get it. These are not big issues, but they are in the moment, aren't they? they are. I think they're one of the. I think that and climate change for me. I think they're up there. Greta, yeah. get on it, Greta. <laughs> Uh, eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. Uh, what uh, what are you doing up this morning? Um, what and what are your little bugbears? What are, what are things that wind you up about life? Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Darren Harriet is my guest. Hey hey hey. Uh, we are up and about this morning. Eight twelve fifteen. Uh, be lovely to hear from you. People already sending in their uh, little bugbears. I think that's a this is a good topic for a Sunday. Little things that wind you up. Last night for me, it was no plug socket next to the bed in a hotel. There's no need. Oh, that makes me so angry. There's no need for it. Uh, somebody else is messaging Anna. She says, "Morning, fellas. I'll tell you what winds me up when people push buttons unnecessarily. Pushing for the green man." or the lift repeatedly will not make them come quicker. It's even more annoying when I've already pushed it. What are these people doing? Life is busy enough. Just stand for, still for 60 seconds. All these things are just winding themselves and her up. Yeah, it? I do that. You, are you a... a yeah, I'll, oh. pu- I'll push a, a few buttons. Just to double check, because this person who's in the lift with me is like a stranger. You don't know this person. They, they might not push very hard. So right. why, what else am I going to do? I'm going to have to push mm. it at least six times. Anna is not your friend. <laughs> I, 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 feel you, I feel you there, Anna, to be honest, because I, I have that situation uh, with the lift thing. Like, when you, you know, you're stood there waiting for the lift, they come, you go, what do you think I've been doing? Just standing here. But what, what, what? Especially if it's certain lifts only go up. If, they, like, it'll just say we'll go broken. on. <laughs> but, like, I've been in, again, this is not the sort of fancy hotels I stay in, but they'll have, like, a left lift and a right lift. Left goes down, one goes up. If you get in the wrong one, and then you try and press it to go down, but it actually only goes up. Sounds like the yeah. crystal maze. Is this, is this a real place? I, I like a task before I go to sleep. <laughs> well, if you've got anything that winds you up, like 8, 12, 15 on the text. You know what I... One of my favourite things about the lift, um, while we're on the topic, um, well, one thing that winds me up and one thing that I love, the thing that winds me up about the lift is when you get in it, it like, like yesterday I was in a work lift at Sunderland Empire uh, with four other people and it was packed. And on the wall it says 13 people maximum. The numbers uh, do not correlate with the size of that space. I don't know whose job it is to make up how many people can fit in a lift, but that is not ever accurate. I've never seen it accurate. I'll Ever. give I'll give you that because also who's doing a head count? Yes. So who's going in there going one two three four four? Uh, and also the people who whoever does the timings on public toilets, you know the lights, right? Because the why. lights when you sit in a toilet, mm. the light is about I think it's about thirty seconds and then it goes oh, off. See the automatic light. Yeah. Who, yeah do, that, who works that out? That's not. How long do you poo? <laughs> that's not real, is it? <laughs> that's not real. Uh, and but my favorite thing about the lift is on occasion uh, you'll get a lift. Let's say for example you get in on the the eighth floor and you go into the ground and some people get in on the sixth floor but it, uh, who are also going to the ground but then it stops on the first floor uh, to let some other people on and sometimes people get out accidentally on the first or second floor thinking it's the ground and most of the time people will go they'll realise the mistake oh get back in the lift and come down and just face yeah. it but sometimes people just front it out yeah, yeah, yeah. and just pretend 
Like this was that was the journey I was making. Six to one. That's where I was uh, going. Going from six to one. I'll be honest. One. I'll do that. I don't like. I don't Different like to look to like out. a fool. Yeah. If I'm if I've pressed like the sixth floor and it gets up at the third and I walk out. I guess I'm off the third I'm now. Gone. I'll that's... just I'll just walk up. There. I'll just take the stairs. I guess I'll just have to live here now. That's yeah. my that's my world. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, Darren Harriot is here uh, on a national tour till the thirteenth uh, of February, and then uh, which includes the Soho Theatre, fourth to the eighth of February as well. Good Heart Ute. We'll be chatting about that a little bit later on in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're up and about this morning, eight twelve fifteen on the text, some people are up doing crazy things, driving to Penzance for a holiday with our four-year-old Ava and three-year-old uh, Bodie has got us out of bed this morning. Five hours to go. Oh. That is that is dedication for a holiday. Yeah, that's serious. Uh, Dawn and Chris are up and about. This sounds good. Laugh. Uh, go out, got out of bed, and on our way to Cambridge for a foot golf competition. Foot golf isn't that just like uh, football? No, mate. What's foot golf? Well, it's got golf attached to it. Uh, essentially, <laughs> it is golf but with a football. So you're on a. I, I, I've only ever seen this. Uh, oh, this is, oh, you've heard of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, okay. I've seen it in like a neighbouring field. Yeah. Not my neighbours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a farmer all of a sudden. Um, but it's uh, it's essentially um, you stand on the tee and yeah. kick the ball as hard as you can. Do you wear like a football boot made of like iron? Just something to I don't replicate? know the details if I'm honest, no. Darren, but uh, I'm sure someone will tell us. That's the beauty <laughs> of doing a radio show. Uh, morning, Jason. Uh, I'm in doing overtime to this is dedication from Anna in Liverpool. I'm in doing overtime today at work uh, as I'm saving for a new shed. Nice. That's I, the sort of thing people do. I tell you, I do miss a bit of overtime. Like as a comedian, I never want to do overtime. Nah, nah, <laughs> but man. back in the old, back in the old job, any old job, a bit of overtime. Oh yeah, I'll do a bit of overtime. It's funny, even in because people often will look at performers and performing as uh, you know. Oh, that'd be great to do that. You know, people say, oh, I'd love to be able to do that. Or, yeah. What a great fun job that would be. But you still treat the job the same as work when I worked in an office or a building site or whatever. Which is, if there's a chance that you could go early. Oh. Oh, my God. Mate, I don't even smoke. But if I'm on stage and someone says you get a chance for a smoke break, I'd probably just leave the mic. I'd leave for 10 minutes, just go out. I find it fascinating uh, that even though I love, you know, I'm having a show at the moment doing curtains on tour all over the place. But if I, if a quarter past seven, they said, (laughs) fire alarm's going off, uh, show's cancelled. I would be ecstatic, <laughs> mate. There's nothing better than uh, like as a stand-up when you go. Um, I guess I'll I'll wrap up now. Uh, and you go, oh. ooh, that's like putting you. That's like shutting down your PC, oh. putting your putting your coat back on, signing out. I, I love it. It's just a human <laughs> instinct. Quacky. I would be looking at cinema times before I was out of my costume. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, I think I don't think it changes. It doesn't matter what your no. job is. It's, that's just the way. That's just. The way is it a bit sad? Is it a bit sad though that you Why? just you never just want to be in it for just forever? But once you're doing it, you know you you you're yeah, enjoying it and you're true. loving it absolutely. Like a lot of jobs, you know, you're enjoying it and, you, and obviously you want to get paid as yeah, well. You know, which is why most people work. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Vinny and Jade uh, Jaylee are up this morning. This doesn't sound fun. Morning, Jase. On our way to Ashford International Hotel, not that bit. <laughs> Southeast Arachnid Show. Um, my first question is, what was the hotel like? Where were the plugs? <laughs> uh, that is not my first question. <laughs> Arachnid Show. Spider. That's mate. a thing. Nah, mate. 
Oh, no, dear, that's that's not... F- each to their own. Each no, to their own. Each to their own, unless it's an arachnid show, oh. is what I would say. Oh. Pair of them as well. They've they found a loved one with a mutual interest. You can find anything on the internet, mate. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, there is that. There is that. Oh. Adam says, again, this is, this is where I feel like I, I, the, the eclectic mix, which I absolutely love, I do sometimes think, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Adam says, uh, I'm up, Jason, doing a 30-mile training, just a training ride, cycling, uh, for a, this is an oxymoron, a cycling holiday. That's not a thing. That's that's not a thing. Uh, In uh, Mallorca, coming up in April. Got to be fit for the mountains. I've never gone on holiday and been like, yeah, I can't wait to cycle around here. I can't wait to sweat going around here, mate. I go on holiday... Because I'm knackered. Yeah. <laughs> to get knackered. Yeah, you got to, It's a break. It's a, each to their own, as you say. Whether it be spiders or cycling in the sunshine. What are you up to this morning? 8, 12, 15 on the text. Uh, we're also talking bugbears. What winds you up? Vaccines on Absolute Radio. The vaccines on Absolute Radio. I hope you're very well this morning. Darren Harriet is my guest, and we're here till 11 o'clock. Uh, I uh, just got a text uh, in from uh, Kate, who's who's uh, in the show that I'm in, in, in yeah. uh, Curtains. Uh, they're driving down to uh, back to London from Sunderland this oh. morning. That's a hell of a drive, isn't it? Uh, with uh, Becky Locke and I think, I don't know who else is in the car with them. Uh, Sam, I think. And uh, so they're heading down and uh, they, jokingly, hopefully, reminded me of uh, one of the worst moments of my life. In oh, fact. I was going to say my professional life, but actually my life. That happened <laughs> on stage this week. You know, if you follow me on social media, I did mention it. Uh, if you're having your breakfast, uh then turn away now because trousers fall down no no mate worse one of the worst things that's ever happened right now this is gross okay so if you if you know like i said if you're eating breakfast uh especially like a an egg uh you're not going to enjoy this so (laughs) this is what happened mate i know it baffles you you're like what the hell Mm. so i uh, i've had some uh well about 12 years ago root canal surgery and uh in the last two weeks it's um one of the Things has come loose, so yeah, I needs redoing. Needs redoing. And what happened last week was I got a big abscess on the inside of my uh, on my gum mm. there, and uh, and you got to sing for it. Well, I was I was just doing a bit of pain management. I thought yeah. I'll just I'll be all right with my ibuprofen and my paracetamol. I'll get I'll get through this. I spoke to the dentist when I went to see him. He gave me some uh, antibiotics. Said that'll get rid of it for now, but it'll need redoing at some point when the show. Finish it. The show must go on, Dad. The show must go on. We literally say it in our show. So, you know, got to crack on. So I um, had this upset. I was dealing with it. It was all fine. Uh, The antibiotics went nowhere near it. It was just there. Big, like, lump in my mouth. Cracking on, doing the show. And then I'm sort of halfway through the second half. Not even that, about sort of, you know, right at the beginning of the second half of the show. And my character does not leave stage. I'm a detect- I play a detective yeah. trying to work out who, who did a murder. And somebody, somebody says their line, and I start to walk to do my line. And on the sort of... St- I don't know why this is all connected. As I stepped to, do the, to, to start my line, I just heard... And felt my mouth fill with 
whatever's inside an abscess. Oh. As it burst mid-stage, mid-line. <sighs> it was one of the grossest moments of my life, mate. It, and obviously nobody knows what's going on. It's not like you. It's not like what well, your eyes just fallen out. Like it's all internal. Have Have you done? Have you put your hand on your face or in it, or are you just standing still trying to work out nah, what do I do next? I'm thinking. I'm in because I'm in character. There's a yeah. thousand people watching me. There's also eight people on stage also waiting for me to do my line. What happened was <laughs> there was a moment where I was thinking, show must go on, show must go on. Let's crack on. Let's get through this. And then halfway through, the real Jason just went. Someone else. <laughs> Someone else will have to do it. So in the in the story, I, I'm supposed to sort of say, I found this black book with, uh, you know, all these uh, notations inside and this tells me who's being blackmailed and all this sort of thing. And uh, I just went, I found this black book. <laughs> like somebody else just had to come in. <laughs> I'm dying from the inside. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of those moments. And the worst thing is that, and it does sometimes happen on stage, um, poor uh, Leah... Who, who oh. play, who's in the show has the next line, and she comes in uh, with um, you know her line, which was, "Oh, I, you know, I'm not being blackmailed or whatever it was." And of course, to the audience, it simply sounds like she got her line wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> no! Because so, I've stopped talking, and then there's a pause, and then it looks like, "Oh, she's forgot her line." So not only have you messed up the show, you then have thrown one of your colleagues under the bus. Yeah. Uh, and then, because my characters, it's all information, all information, all the time. And I'm the only one with the information. Okay. Because I'm the detective. Nobody can, nobody else knows the stuff I, my character knows. Everything you say is really leading to what yeah. they have to say next, because you're the detective. Yeah. And oh, so, okay. it got, got to a point where, I later on in the show, I had to then redo what, like, like rewrite one of my lines in my head. Because I'd left loads of really important information out <laughs> oh, from earlier on. But like watching an episode of Miss Marple. And you you get to sort of the last few minutes and you realise you don't know how they died yeah. or what weapon was used. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's like the beginning of a casualty before the uh, the accident. Yeah, you exactly. Don't, you don't know. I don't know what's going on. You're just yeah. laying on the hospital bed. One of the worst moments of my life. But um, can I ask a quick question? You mate, what is in an abscess? I've never. What what did it mate, feel like? I don't even know what's in there. Oh. Blood, I guess. Pus. Oh. <laughs> Gross! That, that's where the egg reference comes from now, yes, I get it. Exactly. Yeah, got you. Got you. And of course, you know, what could I do? I couldn't spit it out. That's, no. Mate, you swallow it. Mate, what could I do? Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. Man. I'm really sorry, everyone. That is real dedication, I'm though. really, the show must go on. <laughs> What's a weird phrase? It doesn't happen. No other, there's no like the call center must go on. For some reason, show business has got this weird thing where they're like, the show must go on. What no? Don't matter if your legs hanging off, your your eyes falling out. The show must go on. I'll, I'll be honest. As a again, uh, as a comedian, if I'm on stage and I have an abscess, show's over. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm bleeding from the inside. Please, it's all over. I know. I really, I really need to sort that out. I just there's something about it. I just can't take it. I just can't take a day off ill. I just, there's something, I can't remember the last time I had an ill day. I mean, Jason, from the outside, you seem to be like the hardest working person in showbiz. Officially. Uh, it's, it, I, it, I actually won an award for it last year. It, oh, was it the driving uh, the yeah. most miles done? Yeah, hence <laughs> 24 or whatever it was. Jason, you do not have secret families around the world. So yeah, you that's have to what it is. At this I've point. got five different families. Is that what it is? That's what it is, yeah. 42 <laughs> children between them and them. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to stay away from them all. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Mm, crikey. I was mid-Belvita then. <laughs> uh, hope you're well. <laughs> it's Jason Manford Show. Uh, Darren Harriet is my guest this morning. 
No relation. No, no relation, no, mate. It's, Somebody already tweeted it. Yeah, so. if you if you tap my name in on Google, it's the first thing that comes up, mate. Am I Ainsley's son? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ainsley. And I've met Ainsley's son as well. Guess what? It's nothing like me. No, I did not. <laughs> nothing, nothing like me at all. No. Just same surname. Just same surname, same spelling. Yeah. I mean, he's worse people. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that's all right. He's a nice fella. Yeah, seems nice enough. No, he's a fun dude. I, I can't cook. No. No, won't, no, or won't no, cook. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no interest in peppers. <laughs> <laughs> if you're up and about this morning, 8, 12, 15 is the text. Lots of people are up and about already. We've been talking about things that just wind you up as well um, and things that you're up to this morning. Uh, so whatever you fancy, um, always love it to hear from you. Um, somebody's here, off to... Uh, uh, off to Derby. Um, is it off to from Derby? So to the Cooper Box on the Queen Elizabeth Legacy Park, London, to be a statistician. Is that how you say it? Statistician uh, at today's Netball Nations Cup finals. Today is England versus South Africa. That's, I, I've got to say, I've quite enjoyed. I've sort of got into netball on when it was last on Sky Sports. Oh, really? Well, it's one of those weird games, isn't it? That I mean, maybe things have changed at school now, but very much when I was a kid. We went and played football, and the girls went and played netball. Yeah, yeah, that and, was it. And lads generally carried on playing football all their life, like, yeah. you know, five-a-side or at least going to watch football. And girls got to 16 and never played netball again. Yeah, they did netball up until about 16, and then it was like, um, no. What, uh, like, we'll, we'll go watch people play football. Yeah, <laughs> That's it, literally what happened, yeah. It just, it just uh, I don't know, it's just, it just wasn't as popular, but it's great fun. I watched the last... Uh, Whatever the last competition was, I watched it with my daughters and my little boy. We had a great time. I feel like with netball, you have to be, being tall is like one oh, of the key because you're not really you're not dribbling or anything. You just if you no, can it's just no contact. Yeah, if you can just like hold a ball above a girl's like head. It's like if someone got like basketball and chess. Yeah, yeah, together. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like about it. It's a bit of. It's, it's, it's a bit more... Bit, like, of, me- bit of a mental. Yeah, but you need a bit more brains to play netball. Yeah, but you like can't can. dunk. I mean, I rest my case. <laughs> I feel like you... You, I, 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 you I, need I, brains. I, <laughs> you can't dunk! You, can, you can't dunk? What's going on here? You have to, what, think? Oh, yeah, it's, all, like, it's technical. I like it. It's good. I think, I'm glad that more people... Well, are, people are say that about kick golf, so... <laughs> kick golf is never going to be... A, it's never going to be at the Olympics, you know what I mean? But that could be. Netball could be. I'm Isn't netball at the Olympics? I'm sure it is. Yeah, it will have been at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my uh, my my daughters play football on a on a Saturday morning, and uh, that's I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I'm also worried because they're actually pretty good at it. Yeah, which I'm, <laughs> you know I'm glad about, but also that looks like that's a lot of years driving in the you know and standing yeah. in the cold, isn't it? I'm sort of part of me wishes they were a bit crap. Or they just weren't interested in it. Yeah, or they just, yeah, sort of got them interested. You know, I didn't get them interested. They just got interested. I don't know, Dad. Can't I just sort of can't we just sit on the couch and just eat Belvitas? Can't we just do that instead? Instead of going? Yeah, go on, man. (laughs) You do. You know, after after a while, I know. I mean, part of your show that you you're touring at the moment is about never being in love and then obviously not being in a relationship or having children and stuff. One of the things about uh, being a parent is certainly on a weekend, and a lot of people listening right now will be basically doing this right now is essentially you just become an uber driver uh, yeah. for your kids but not but not paid and no star rating but on the plus side you do have a excuse to get out of anything Something oh to yeah do with the kids gotta go i gotta pick the kids up yeah i use them all the time gotta, gotta take the kids to school it's a sunday well they study hard you gotta sunday, take them. sunday school yeah yeah <laughs> <It's> anything <laughs> 
And I was right, loads of people already messaging in uh, this morning, parent taxis up and about, uh, Sean and Phil. Morning, Jason. We're travelling two hours to take our very excited daughter to the Pusheen Cafe in Brighton. I don't know well, what that I, is. I don't no know. Idea. We'll have a little Google. Uh, we're dragging our little boy, <laughs> Ewan, with us too. Wish us luck. Good luck. And the Casey family are up and about, driving over to Rugby uh, in Pulborough from Shoreham by Sea to take the kids to Rugby. Really looking forward to that muddy car afterwards. But they have got a pub lunch <laughs> on the way, so uh, fair play, fair play. Uh, if you are a parent taxi this morning, always love it to hear from you. I feel your pain. Why do you think I still do this show? It's so I don't have to do anything on a Sunday morning. I was just thinking with my I own have, children. I was just thinking I should have like an app, like parent taxi app. Yeah. But then again, that's just Uber, isn't it? it yeah, <laughs> essentially. Uh, yeah, not, I, I can't see that taking off. I'm yeah, look at that. Just put a random kid in a yeah, car. random kid in a random guy's car. I think that'll be all right. Can't see that backfiring. Take your kid to it? rugby for me. <laughs> Uh, Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. Um, what was the fellow on Facebook there? Alex. Alex um, asked us, and this this has been happening a lot. In the last few weeks, um, Alex has just asked us on Facebook. And can I just say before you begin? Go on. I still think it is you. Right. Okay. I I do. Even though we're in this room. Even though we're in this room right, right now, now and we're here. I I I think yeah. Okay. You. So what Darren's talking about? What the lad on uh, Facebook was talking about was people asking me about this hedgehog on <laughs> Saturday Night TV. I mean, if you've not seen it, that is the most crazy sentence you've ever heard in your life. Um, <laughs> I don't know when this show was filmed, but I have been in... I've been touring and uh, in rehearsals since the end of August. So I'm not sure when I would have been able to fit this in. But hey-ho, I'm happy hmm. to play along. So tell me your theory then. So why why do you think it's me? Well, the reason I think it's you hmm. is because you're just I'm just randomly on, on Twitter. Yeah. And you're trending. Well, I, I must say, I came off stage last night and I thought I saw myself trending and thought... It's am I dead? Yeah. Have I died? <laughs> is that what's happened? That's the only reason people trend. I thought, oh my god, I died. Maybe the abscess finished me off. Yeah, it's it's so it's I was trending. So I was trending. Yeah, because uh, can you imagine how many tweets I had last night when I got? I had like two two hundred and fifty tweets. But hasn't this been going on for the past few yeah, weeks now? Because every Saturday night, mate, I think, oh great, first and last has taken off. No, no, <laughs> it's people figuring I'm on the mass singer. I think it's Michael Ball. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my that's, guess. Yeah, that is uh, a top get. You and Michael Ward are top. Or guess. Alexander Armstrong could be him. Or Rufus Hound, I thought yesterday. Ooh, actually. that's yeah. a great show. He does musicals. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. But how do you feel that people assume it's you in the in the hedgehog? Um, have you heard the hedgehog? Have you heard it sing? Yeah, I heard it sing the take that song. You're like, yeah. I thought it's all right, fine. <laughs> I mean, he's no Alfie Bow, but it's, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, go to the loo if he got up at karaoke. So um, I thought it was all right to be honest. I think it's a fun old show. I think um, I think now you're still gonna get, you're gonna get even more tweets now. People are gonna think it's a conspiracy. Look, I'm, I was I, just I, trying to throw us off the scent, isn't he? I'm not confirming or denying it. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> like Michael Ball said on the one show the other day, in fact, he said, I'm not confirming or denying it, but I am a prickly character. He actually said those words. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know who's in the other ones, though. It's no. a weird one. It's, it's a fun show. I mean, I, I, I imagine as it goes on, the stars will get slightly bigger. And Although saying that, this weekend was Calice, yeah. wasn't it? So well, that's, quite a, big, that's a, big, well, quite a big name. I know Joel, who obviously hosts yeah, yeah. it. And, he, and, and I, was, I was like, how do they keep everybody, keep it a secrecy? Mm. It's crazy. Because, oh yeah, all the audience are gone. Oh, right. The audience leave before they get the un unveil. Yeah, that's the only way they can keep it like quiet. Oh, yeah, because on yeah. Strictly, they're on Twitter straight yeah, exactly, away. Exactly, yeah, us. yeah. 
ooze out and whatever. Oh, that's clever. It must be. It must be so hot under those costumes. I imagine so. It must be. You must really sweat quite a bit, Jason. <laughs> but why would I know? Oh no, no, no I'm just. Just saying, oh, yeah, no, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's dead hot. <laughs> yeah, it's really hot. Yeah, it's really, yeah. really hot under there. It's really, it's really prickly. My, my favorite part, <laughs> my favorite part of the show is when, um, all the obviously the, the judges or whatever mm. they will, uh, who, they'll guess who's under the, the costumes, yeah. and it's always crazy. They're like, oh, <laughs> who is it? Is it Barack Obama? <laughs> know, yeah. David Beckham? It's like, always I, <laughs> oh, it's Teddy Sheringham. <laughs> I know, I know. It does make me laugh as well. Yeah, like, right. I, I doubt it. I, I, I don't think it will be. I mean, I'm not going to say it's definitely not Barack Obama. Yeah, uh, or Hillary Clinton, but you know, it I mean, my, could be. My wife watched it and she texted me. She was like, "I think it's Kylie in the octopus outfit." <laughs> octopus, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like. I don't think it will be. I, I don't like, think it's going to be Kylie. I don't think it will be. But you don't know, because the thing with that show, it just looks like a good laugh, doesn't it? So it, maybe it people looks have done really it for fun. fun. And they look like they spent some money on it. A, a lot of money. So, those, those costumes alone. And was, in America, they had Aretha yeah. Franklin and Donny Osmond and people like that. Well, so. it, was a, it was a Korean show to begin with, uh, originally. Right. And it was uh, the biggest show in Korea. Then they brought it to America and then they brought it here. And it's, they had it's, Ryan Reynolds yeah. in the Korean one. What? Ryan Reynolds. Was, was he in a Deadpool outfit? People were like, who is it? I think I've got this one. Yeah, wow, so, Ryan Reynolds did it. Yeah, so it's, um, you know, if you throw money at it, celebrities will pretty much do anything. Yeah, but I need to know, was he singing, was he actually singing really well or was it like lip sync battle where it doesn't really matter? You'll have to get online and have a check. I don't know. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Real music matters. Darren Harriet is my guest this morning. Hello. Uh, Darren is on a national tour till the 13th of February. His show is called Good Heart Ute and uh, is uh, London Soho Theatre, 4th to the 8th of February. Yep, the good old Soho back. Um, yeah, it's a lovely my venue. My third time in nine months. So it's, uh, this says you, you, you're be 30 it. now. 31. You're 31 now. So when the press release was written, yeah. it, you were 30. Yeah, I'm um, aged. And Darren, this breaks my heart a little bit. It says, you've never been in love. Uh, no. Oh. No. But, I mean, one thing I've learned about being a comedian is all the sort of things that make you feel like you're sort of failing as a human being make for a pretty good show. So mm. I've turned... That's the beauty of it, yeah. It, 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 it really helps. All I mean, the problems, of, you know, make you a better comic. Yeah, I mean, we're all slightly crying on the inside, yeah. but... Um, on stage for an hour, hey mate, nailing it. Absolutely, <laughs> turn it into gold. <laughs> Everything that happens. I mean, when, I mean, when that abscess burst the other day on stage, the f one of the first thoughts in my head was thinking, I can get five minutes out of this. And you just couldn't say it in that moment. Yeah, <laughs> any disaster, anything. I've been at funerals and thought that's going in. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? like, nothing better, no, nothing better than just sit. Then something horrible happening, and you immediately having a. It almost makes it worth it. It sort of does. Yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. Anytime I see anything horrendous happen to another comedian, I think, oh, he's getting an Edinburgh show. Ah, oh, look at that's his USP. Oh, that's their USP. Livid. What's, your, what's my unique selling point? <laughs> oh, it. well, my nan fell down the stairs. Bingo. <laughs> that's that's where we're at. 20 minutes. Uh, find more uh, details at darrenharriot.com. Uh, Facebook, Darren Harriet Comedy, and Twitter, Darren Harriet. Nice and easy. I've, I've retweeted him this morning, so you can find him pretty easily there. Multi-award winning and very funny comedian indeed. Terrible, terrible at University Challenge.
challenge. But a brilliant comic. Really bad. Yeah, we were both terrible. I've never been good on any game show. And I was the captain. Yeah, yeah, you, you was a leader. I was not a leader. Yeah, you led us into mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, when Emily Atak is your best uh, member of your team, you, re- you know you're not going to win university. <laughs> I mean, and that's with no disrespect to Emily Atak, but she was, our, she was our brainiest person. Yeah. <laughs> that, was not a, that was not a good day for Team Manford. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning. We've been chatting pet peeves this morning, like little things that annoy you. I just sort of mentioned that I stayed in a hotel last night and there was no plug socket next to my bed. Uh, Vivian, crikey, Vivian in Glasgow has, I mean, the, one of the biggest texts I've ever had. She says, uh, uh, geez, my work means I need to stay... I'm just doing her voice. Yeah, no, no, I presume she's that, from that. Glasgow. I stay in hotels three to four times a week around the UK. Hateful points. <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> No, I'm going to carry on. Hotel remote controls, they've never seen anti-back in their existence. I, I mean, I've, I've, I don't really use hotel TVs. The, the, the hotels you stay in, there are no TVs, though, are they, to no, be fair? I mean, there's a drawing of a TV. Yeah, there's, there's, that's all you've got. You've just got to just rattle through the I mean, Gideon's Bible. No, you have to put a pound in. <laughs> uh, grubby scratch mitts, uh, paws on them. I, she wraps them in tissues to touch them, or I'd need to... Amp- Amputate my radioactive hand after changing channel. Livid. I, I get that, but with like doors in general, I'm a bit, especially toilets, public oh, toilets. There's nothing it. worse than touching a public toilet handle and no. it's wet. No. The worst thing ever. Nah, mate. No, people are awful. What is wrong with men as well? I, I mean, I, I don't know. know what goes on in women's toilets because I've never been in one, but men are horrible. Yeah, we just we, get it in the bowl, man. What's it? Why is it on the floor? You. Disgust me. Absolute animals. How's it on the floor in the seat? Lift the seats up, you moron. But what about if it's you that's done that? I never do that, mate. Oh, okay. Well, me neither. My aim is precise. Look at you. If I ever ever did do it, don't get me wrong, sometimes in the morning, I don't know what direction it's going in. I sometimes get the radiator. But (laughs) I will always clean up. I'll always clean up. Who are these monsters? Oh, yeah, clean up at, at, at home, yeah. I'd give it a wipe but if I was if I was in Nando's and I'd go to use their you don't, do the, you don't do the old uh, the old foot with the sock? I don't know what that is. Um, and I'm matter disgusted then. just by the very thought <laughs> of what it could be. Uh, Vivian continues, the tissues in, a box of tissues in the uh, in a hotel. This is not for you, this is in nice hotels. Okay. Sometimes there's a What's box that? of... What's t- <laughs> that? I've got an old paper. <laughs> Sometimes there's a box of tissues uh, in the bathroom. Um... She says, by all means, fluff the pillows, but stop fluffing the tissues. Why is it that hotel housekeeping etiquette is to take the top three tissues out, manhandle them, and then put them back in the box? Why would I use that tissue? Oh, wow. Vivian is... How anal is this person? She's angry, isn't she, this morning? But so, fair enough, these, this is what pet peeves are. If it yeah, annoys true. you, let me know. Graham says, my pet peeve is people eating with their mouth open. I can't stand it. I've moved tables yeah. before now because it bothers me that much. I'm into that as well. And that, it doesn't bother me massively. I wouldn't change tables, but it just shows a lack of good upbringing, I think. I don't think I ever notice people who eat with their mouths open, which makes me think that I might be the person who eats with their mouth open. I think so. It might. I've never, I've never seen somebody eating a mouth and gone, Ugh, close your mouth, ever. Right. Because maybe I'm the one. Maybe people are looking. Maybe Graham's just moved seats. <laughs> I've just seen Ainsley Harrier's son. <laughs> you think for a chef, lad. <laughs> he really enjoys his food, he you can tell. It, he? Definitely he related. Um, and uh, John is up and about. He says, things in life that annoy me, whispering on adverts. 
He doesn't like whispering on adverts. That's what annoys him. Fair play. Oh, okay. Uh, 8.12.15 on the text. Uh, he also says uh, a bloke called Phil that I work with annoys me as well, but that's quite specific to you, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the rest of us are going to go, oh, yeah, Phil, what an umpty. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're talking uh, little things that annoy you, things that wind you up. Uh, lovely Nikki has messaged in. When food disappears from the fridge and a mountain of pots appear in the washing-up bowl, someone finishes off the loo roll and doesn't replace it, and everyone denies it. These are the things that are annoying Nikki. Fair enough. Yeah, they leave the, like, the empty uh, loo roll there. Oh. Oh, or worse on. than that. I'll tell you the other thing worse than that. When they replace it, but they put it on backwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Winds me up, mate. Oh, I'm getting so angry this morning. Remember, loo roll, when you're replacing loo roll, has a fringe, not yep. a mullet. So if you think of it like that, when you're replacing it, it has a fringe, not a mullet. Not a mullet okay? Nice. Put it on properly. It's a comb over. Exactly, over the front, yeah. not the back. So sort that out, guys. I know this is not big things, you know, there's people dying in the world, I get it, but while we're dealing with it, <laughs> let's just sort it. Yeah. Music matters. Oh, I do love it when people get a little bee in a bonnet when it comes to like <laughs> just little things that annoy you. I love it. So many people just going for it this morning. Morning, Jason. Just a little thing McDonald's not serving breakfast after 11. We're not all nine to five. I thought it was 10.30. Well, I think they've just changed it. Have they? Yeah. Oh, well, that that is really. I know uh, they're angry, but that's really made my day. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was ten thirty. I don't know. Good for me though. Finish the show at eleven. By the time I get to that McDonald's on Princess Parkway, it's close. Done. Yeah. To, I'm not ready for a full burger at I'm, eleven o'clock. No. Breakfast till twelve, I say. Yeah. Yeah. No. Bre I say breakfast Especially till two if you're hungover. Yeah. Just do it all. Day. I wouldn't mind McDonald's. I, I like a nice square egg. Love I just, I love, I love just all that squared meat and squared wrong, egg. It's wrong, in it, but oh, it's, 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 sod it. Yeah, it cares. <laughs> You're only here once. Live life on the edge, and mate. Not for long. Yeah, yellow. In fact, it's even less if you keep eating square eggs. Who <laughs> 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 uh, else is up? Lynn's up. Um, my uh, <laughs> her little ones leaving cupboards, wardrobes, or drawers open. And don't get me started on the fridge door kept open whilst they use butter or milk. It starts to bleep. That's that's what's winding her up. What about if you um, run a tap, and let's say you wash, you clean something, and you let yeah. the tap run for longer than it should do because you're doing something else, and then you, instead of just switching it off and then coming back in, no, I I used to do that in my house share a bit, and passive aggressively one of the other people I lived with would turn a tap off. Yeah, and I would get annoyed at them turning my tap. Off. Yeah, I've got I have a situation in I've got a little flat in London and I've got a, a flatmate there and um she's very like particular about and she's mm. there most more than I am. So um, she kind of owns the place. Yeah, even way. though I own it, you yeah. know, me and my wife own it. She's there more than us. Mm. And um just like little things like you know, I put some cheese in the fridge of a week just on the side and then uh when, when I went back like a few days later it had been put on a plate in the fridge. Oh, okay. Like, just little things like that. Where I, was, I felt like me. taking it back off the plate. and You know what I mean? But I thought that would yeah. be passive-aggressive. Throw it on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> cheese, mate. Cheese. cheese. Just little things. Little things. Uh, 8, 12, 15 uh, is, the, uh, is the text this morning. If you want to join in this. Uh, someone says, uh, this is Helen. When someone starts a conversation with the phrase, not being funny, but, and then always follows with something, that's not funny. Yeah, they yeah. 
they never, they never very, that's very similar to I'm not racist, but <laughs> you go, <laughs> yeah, mm, okay, it's not going to be great. I think you're going to say something racist now, potentially. Yeah, it's never going to end well, is it? Slight chance of prejudice. <laughs> if, you, if you start the phrase, I'm not being racist, but, yeah, I would <laughs> yeah. definitely say that. Uh, somebody else says, uh, starting the word, starting sentences, the word so, this is Richard in Newmarket, people who start an answer with the word so, it happens all the t- time on Pointless, they <laughs> <laughs> uh, Like, for example, last night's episodes, where are you from? So I'm from Cambridge, well, why are you saying so first? I Richard, do that a lot. Richard's yeah. living about it. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. Hope you're very well. It's the Jason Manford Show. Darren Harriet is my guest. Hey. Uh, hey. Very funny comedian on tour at the moment, so make sure you uh, follow him on the socials. At Darren uh, Harriet. There you go, nice and easy. Uh, and all these details are there. He's got Soho Theatre coming up very soon, which is uh, always a cracking venue, cracking yeah. night. Um, and if you are a fan of Absolute, I don't know, maybe you only listen to this show. I don't know, maybe you listen to the whole range of, uh, of, of stuff going on. But this week, you might have heard Jordan from Leek won £40,000, mate. Oh. 40 grand with Bush and Richie, uh, who do home time uh, in the week. He's 20 and in debt uh, through paying off his new car. First thing he's going to do uh, is go to the dealer, pay off the car, then pay off his year's rent. But first, heading out for a big night out in Leek, where he's celebrating with a dirty kebab. Uh, which I don't know why that is information I've been given, but that's the situation. That's my favourite part of the story. <laughs> yes. So um, that's home time with Bush and Richie. Always something going on uh, there. They've got Carl Pilkinson on the show on Monday's Hometown as well, popping in to chat about uh, Series 2 of Sick of It. So make sure you tune in to those guys. Um, nobody gives me the big money to give away on a Sunday. <laughs> nobody gives you... I can't be trusted. In fact, I'm gonna t- after 10 o'clock, I'm going to tell you... I'm going to have to work out how I can tell this story without uh, getting in trouble. But um, that's what will take me five minutes. But uh, I'm going to tell you a story uh, after 10 o'clock where I essentially spoil a £50,000 prize giving on a radio okay. station that I was working for. <laughs> <laughs> spoil, absolutely spoilt it. And uh, cost, cost the company quite a bit of money. By more my own more than that? No, no, but I'll tell you about oh, it. Okay, okay, okay. Matters. I did tell you before 10 o'clock, I was going to tell you this story. Just off the back of chatting about giving away £40,000 on the Home Time show uh, last week, uh, where I was hosting a breakfast show back in the day. This station's sort of still around, but not really. Um, <laughs> well, it's amalgamated into, into, into different, uh, different sort of thing. But I... Um, I used to host a breakfast show, Darren. Yeah. And there was a big prize, huge prize, up to about 50 grand's worth of stuff. And it was a, a very simple game. It was... Um, and I, I know a lot of people have made expensive mistakes at work, right? But has yours been this expensive? I don't know. Let me know. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Expensive mistakes that you have made. I want to hear from you. This is mine. I essentially cost the company... Quite a lot of money. Right? Yeah. Not quite 50 grand in the end, thankfully. They managed to negotiate it, but yeah. this is what happened. The competition was a, a very simple um, 
game format you might have heard on lots of local radio stations over the years. Uh, essentially, it was Hangman, where you've got the... Or Wheel of Fortune, when you've got the the, the, the letters up yeah, there, yeah. the gaps for the letters. Fill it in. And gradually, we were just supposed to go through it uh, okay. over... And it was supposed to take weeks. And the prize was like a brand new Vespa, yeah. a holiday, 10 grand's worth, you know, in cash, clothes, vouchers, all sorts of things. It all added to about 50 grand. Yeah, okay. And it was sponsored by a big company, and it was our big... Big competition that year. We could only afford to do one big competition a year. This sounds was, like it was run meticulously and properly. By and people who were like, yeah, like the amount of levels it had to go through yeah. before it got to me. <laughs> so it comes to me and it's very simple. The the Let's say the phrase was, uh, you know, a, a bird in the hands worth two in the bush. That was the phrase. And so you think how many letters are in that yeah. phrase? And um, all you had to do was ring up and say, E. The letter E, and then I would say, right, well, there's four E's, yeah, it, yeah, and they're here, you know. And so gradually, at home, over the, uh, the course of three, four weeks, hopefully, ideally, you would oh. stretch it out and grab. Oh, oh you've not won, Tabitha. Oh, oh what a worry! I'll ring up again sometime. You know, it's that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. Like, oh, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> so, back in the day when it was just after the Russell Brand, Jonathan Ross thing. And radio was terrified of any of like live anything. So what you would have to do was not to show you some of the tricks here. I don't think they do it anymore necessarily. But you would have to get somebody on and pre-record the answer. Yeah. So you could check it and and then you would play it out in a link. You know, after a song or something. That's what how it would work. So I wasn't. I was just using the desk for the first time, putting faders up and stuff like that. And a woman rings in. It's our like second person. We've got this massive phrase. There's like 30 letters. Yeah. And we've only got one, like the letter T on there or something. Nothing. Wow. So you think... So it's, it's e easy, to, easy to begin with, I guess. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So you can you can pick any letter, you know. So she rings up and we say, all right, pop you on hold one set there and we get all the bits ready. And I say to the uh, <laughs> to my producer, right, okay, so we've got all the letters and what is it? It's Oh, one in the uh, a bird in the hands worth two in the bush. Okay, great. Okay, fine. And uh, I go right. Okay, uh, Janet um, uh, from uh, Carlisle. Uh, <laughs> what what do you want to what 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 letter do you want to do? She goes, oh, um, I'm going to guess the letter uh, B, Jason. I go, oh, all right, no problem. B is up there. It is up there. And I say, all right, do you want to take a random guess? She goes, is it um, a bird in the hands worth two in the bush? Mm. Like, second go. This competition is supposed to last for four weeks. Second go. And I'd left a fader up, and she'd heard me say it out loud. I just gave away the answer to a massive competition. But can I ask how she said it? Did she say it like she generally... Was she like... said it like she guessed it. <laughs> like she's Ooh, a... mm. Is it... Um... Ooh, well, there's not many phrases with a B in it, is there? Could be anything. Is it one of... Yes, she did it like that. So in the end, like, I don't know what happened. They had to speak to her on a legal level wow. to go, well, you sort of cheated. So we can't give you away. We can't. We can't give it you, sort of thing. That's sort of how it. How they got away with it. But that was an expensive mistake because they did have to pay us something. Oh, they did give us oh, something. Oh, they had to give us yeah. something. You can't. You know what I mean? You can't let that get out. I mean, obviously, I've just told it on national radio, but uh, <laughs> what are they going to do? Sack me? <laughs> did, did, did did people phone in afterwards and take the mic? No. So thankfully, okay. as I said, because it was post-brand. Uh, Jonathan Ross oh, okay. leaving voicemails on people's uh, uh, phones. Uh, we'd pre-recorded it, so the phone call actually oh. never went out. Oh, okay. So we managed to keep the competition going for so a few weeks. It was just but... between you, you and her. 
pretty terrifying. <laughs> or that moment where you, like the stomach goes, your blood runs cold. One of the worst moments. So, your expensive mistakes. What? Maybe it's at work, maybe it's at home. What is your most expensive mistake you've made? Where real music matters. When you talk about expensive mistakes on the radio, it doesn't take long for someone to say marriage or kids. Yeah. That's the first <laughs> gag that people come up with. Isn't it? And, uh, and they've not let me down. It's come through in buckets. Uh, 8 12 15 is the text this morning. We're chatting about uh, expensive mistakes the moment where you cost yourself or your employer or somebody a lot of money because of something you did. Um, Scouse Architects has messaged me on mm. uh, Twitter. Um, I think that's where the roof should go, I presume, <laughs> is uh, what he says <laughs> every day. I think four walls is better than three base. Um, I drove a forklift uh, in work. Uh, the boss parked his car in front of a wagon I was loading and I accidentally hit the underneath with the forks. Imagine oh, that in a forklift. Yeah. Uh, it was a week later he saw the damage. His partner said he must have bottomed out whilst driving. I never, I never owned up. Yeah, Airplay. classic, absolute never, classic. Never, never owning up for something. Don't admit it. Doesn't matter what it is. If you've got away with it, yeah. Even if it was, oh, logged in Darren Harriet. <sighs> There must be two. Who's, Absolutely. who's this other guy? Nah. Must be Ainsley's son. <laughs> That'll be it. <laughs> uh, Phil on Twitter says, Hi, Jason. I once wrongly ordered 300 loaves of long-life bread, which lasted a week, instead of 300 regular loaves, which were cheaper. Luckily, it was Bank Holiday. That's Phil's... That's Phil's... Now, treat yourself. Interesting story about loaves. <laughs> God love him. Uh, 8.12.15 on the text. Sarah from Burton. Uh, not me, thankfully, but a colleague managed to write off a Harrier jump jet. Wow. Wow. We've escalated from 300 loaves of long life bread <laughs> to a Harrier jump jet. This is the stuff I'm talking about. How do we top that? Uh, parked on Brighton Sea uh, by driving a delivery van underneath one of the wings. <laughs> the van was too tall to fit. Oh, I love that. You <laughs> can't delivering stop that. loads. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it's all connected. Yeah. Uh, Lee in Ellesmere Port, uh, working in the USA at 20 years old as a car sprayer, I accidentally sanded down all chrome handle rims and anything chrome, costing thousands to replace. Wow. <sighs> Livid. Uh, and Caroline says, I work in marketing and we did a, uh, a, wayfinding, a wayfinding map for a European airport once. There was a last-minute change where the map was flipped. Unfortunately, not all the country names were... Uh, were flipped as well, and Poland ended up in France on the printed version. We printed 10,000 tons. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Darren Harriet is still here. Yep, still. He's 11. And uh, we're joined uh, this morning by Huge Davis. Hey, man. Which is, uh, has been baffling me all morning. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine I'm the first person to go, why are you called Huge? It's a porn thing. It's, it's a, a porn yeah, thing. No, Got you. Got my you. Full it's from a previous is, life. My full name is Humongous Davies. <laughs> Short for Humongous. Fair yeah. enough. Is it just coming? Is, it, is well, there another did, Hugh? Is that what's happened? No, I just did comedy in secret for a year because I was terrible for the first year. So right. I did it under the name Huge because that was my nickname at school. Got and you. then I just, it just kept, probably started to know me as Huge and then I just felt weird changing it. No yeah. one ever, no like one ever asked lie. any questions. No, of course And then now don't. I get so many questions. 
Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Can Such a bad decision. It's backfired. Yeah. But good for, uh, you know, if you're trying to avoid the tax at some point in the future. Yeah, for sure. You know, if and you're all... trying to skip HMRC <laughs> yeah. with a different name. Not saying you should, I'm just saying you could. And they'd never find you. Who's, <laughs> who's going to come looking for Huge? Yeah, I know. Exactly. He sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, Huge, the guy with a um, uh, keyboard. What? Yeah, I thought it would make me stand out. I was like, this will. This will keep it out for the crowd. And I'm yeah. like, oh, wait till I wear a full-size keyboard. That's so you're having, you're having a... Uh, you've certainly had a, an interesting last 12 months or so. You've, you've, you're starting to hit television and you're, you're doing a lot more gigs. You're hitting the Soho Festival, which just sold out. As, uh, sorry, Soho uh, Theatre, which yeah, just yeah. sold out as well. You've added more dates for that. Yeah, yeah, because so, um, yeah, I'm doing extra dates. So I, I went up to Edinburgh, did my show called The Car Park. Yeah. Uh, it went well. We got nominated and stuff. For, yeah, brilliant. And all that stuff. And then, what uh, was that about? It was based car park, about a car park. It was about a car park. Yeah, I just thought it'd be. Um, everyone was doing shows about like emotions and that, and I was like, I'd just do a show about a car park. Yeah, and yeah, last an hour and get nominated. Fair play. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, let's see if we can drag it out. Uh, it really is all about a car park. That's the it's insane. Yeah. Talking about finding your USP, he was just in a car yeah. park. Well, they, I like the it. premise of the show is that I write musicals set in a car park. Right. And then I, I got a venue, and the whole show is me complaining that I'm not in a car park. Right. Oh, so yeah. just that's the whole thing. Sounds there's, fun. There's I like nothing it. to it. It's absolute crock and nonsense. You... <laughs> but that's what I like, though. I like that about it. It doesn't all have to be, you know, your dad died and crying and crying. Or and never been so... in love or stuff like that. It just, oh, just it's... in a car park. I like it. <laughs> I love it. Um, so people can see you. Uh, when can they see you at the Soho Theatre? Well, it's all next week. There are a few tickets. There are like two yeah. tickets left for that week. But then there's like, you know, you when it's right? like Humble one brag. ticket. I know. Right? This this guy. Guy. No, there's, there's like two left. Look, yeah. when, I, when a book's coming on your show, Jace, uh, it's, now it's sold out, I don't really need to be I it. was struggling. <laughs> but I'm here yeah. for the two people that are looking to buy tickets to see me. Uh, and then I've got like an extra, I've got an extra show on the third. Okay, great. Um, great. Which is like, it's in the, it's in the bigger room. Oh, right. uh, and there's, Pretty much no tickets. There's basically friends who didn't believe in me. The bit the yes. that day. <laughs> Do you know about friends who think that you won't sell out at all? Yes. And it's like, they're like, oh, no. Yeah, and then they bought tickets for that day. I've so it's just mates and... Fair enough. Oh, that'd be that a good day. one. That'd be a good yeah. one. Uh, 8, 12, 15 is the text this morning. We're still talking about expensive mistakes. Uh, so keep them coming in. We've got some absolute crackers as well. Uh, I'll read you some of those very shortly. Um, and uh, and you're going to do some some stuff yeah, at I'll some do point. Some, I'll do some songs, man. Some songs, yeah. Some nice little song songs. Right. Looking forward to it. Then. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. But we're talking this morning about uh, expensive mistakes, huge. I don't know if you, if you listen to this on the way in, me and Darren were having a chat about it, uh, where I nearly cost a, a previous radio uh, station I worked for £50,000. Uh, we've got quite a few here, but what I like about these is how specific they are to people's jobs. <laughs> uh, like jobs you didn't even know were jobs. That's what I like about Pete in Manchester. I used to work for a vinegar brewery. Yeah, that's right. Vinegar brewery. Brew vinegar. Brewery. vinegar. I guess so. I yeah. don't know where you get vinegar from. It's very hipster. Is that next to the... <laughs> the brewery. <laughs> well, the brewery, uh, it's fresh, fresh is that, vinegar. Yeah, just is that next well. to the salt factory? I guess it would have to be. I, in fact, weirdly, I was only thinking of vinegar this week. Uh, where I, I know. <laughs> popped into my head this week. Because I was saying to somebody, you know when you say some, to somebody with absolute confidence and then you realise that was just your upbringing? Yeah. Which was, my dad used to get pickled... Uh, onions in a jar and when he'd finished the pickled onions he would then stab the top of the jar uh, with a fork and that would and then we would use that vinegar from the pickled onions Ooh. as vinegar on the I chips. quite like that it that's, was well nice that's rustic that's yeah. something that my generation would probably do they'd be like that is such a good yeah it costs <laughs> you vinegar six quid is the now. best that vinegar is the best yeah, I was vinegar. gonna say that is like authentic proper vinegar yeah that costs like, you like eight quid now wouldn't it in like a, <laughs> a vegan like shop 
that's like that's like olive oil. That's like the best olive oil. Yeah, that's what it was. Like but when I said it, the person looked at me like, "Why wouldn't you just buy, like buy vinegar?" Like that's. Like, I honestly, like I, was, I honestly I thought nuts. for a second you were going to say when your dad finishes all of it, he drinks it like a chaser. Like I, mean, I, I was slightly sort of worried thing he could do. <laughs> <laughs> but so this guy works at a vinegar brewery, or he used to. Uh, we were introducing Japanese rice wine vinegar. This is the most hipster text I've ever had. The raw stock was being delivered, which was worth £48,000 for 40,000 litres. Uh, the receiving vat hadn't been used in a long time, so it was being washed out. The raw stock turns up, and I start off loading it and just went for a cup of tea. When I came back, the tanker was empty uh, because I'd forgot to close the drain valve and as I was washing it out. You've got one job, mate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He put the plug in. Money down the drain just That's as crazy. it was put. Come on, keep it coming. Gone straight out. <laughs> That's madness. Where, where did it go? You'd have to just come round, dip your chips in the soil. You'd have to do something, yeah. What would grow? Out of drank it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> now, you, you're, uh, you're heading to uh, the Soho Theatre. Yeah. Um, people listening might not might have not seen your show or not seen your style of comedy. How would you describe it? What's the best way to describe your stand-up? I think it's quite weird. Um, it's <laughs> quite... It's done. Yeah, it's a bit weird. done. It's sort of like a... Do you like Bill Bailey, that sort of thing? It's Love that sort of thing. Yeah. It's sort of... I don't know. Go on, give us an example. All right, cool. Well, it's a, it's a little song. Yeah. Just so that you know everything about them. I think all, all right. the questions will be answered. Here we go. Here we go. Walking down the street with my dad he holds my hand, I look up It's not my dad, it's just a random man He puts me in a van <laughs> A song about my yeah. dad there Yeah, and, wow, uh, Yeah, cool It's part one of, there's three parts Oh, right So, here we go, the second part <laughs> The random man pulls off a mask It's actually my dad We both laugh and drive off down the road To an orphanage He swaps me for a bike <laughs> yeah. Wow that's terrible upbringing you had. And uh, <laughs> he's he's <laughs> well. But part three, let's find out if it ends. We better add ha happily. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get some. <laughs> I need to my seat, yeah. I need some closure on this. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the Return of the Jedi of comedy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> will it be good? There's no Ewoks in it. Let's hope not. <laughs> Here we go. Third part. The orphanage was just a dream I wake up in my bed But someone's painted all the windows black I'm in a sack I'm still in the stranger's van So, oh, right. yeah, yeah great, great conclusion on that Very, it's, you know, wow. full, come full circle And that's what, what comedy is all about a range of emotions that was In just three numbers You can't tell if you're listening But Jason is fully crying <laughs> full He's on weeping Tears down, <laughs> yeah And I like, you know, it doesn't even have to rhyme I know, man. I love that you've not even, you know, worried no, about put, that. I've put no effort into any of this. <laughs> it's <laughs> incredible. He's, he's left the talent part out of it. He's just like, no, nope, I'm not going to rhyme. It's gone so far, Jason, and I've no idea. <laughs> it's, it's this mad. has gone, it's gone out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's sold out run at the Soho Theatre. Yeah, I love that's, it. that's the audition I did. I they were it. like, do an hour of that, I reckon. Fine. <laughs> Give us more of that. More for an that. hour. That's twenty. That's that's twenty five thousand parts. I love it's it. Just, <laughs> the balls on the guy. I was just thinking. <laughs> I was just thinking about expensive mistakes. Oh yeah. And like we're all comedians. There mm. was a point before we actually started to like make a living out of stand up mm. where it was an expensive mistake. Absolutely. <laughs> Fully. Yeah. Where we were all just like, this is costing me a lot of money. I'm not going anywhere. I lost several jobs to you know doing oh, stand up where yeah. I was like working in an office and then a gig would come up and I go, I got to go, I've got a gig in Exeter. And they're like, well, you can't just leave, Jace. I'm like, well. <laughs> 
Isn't it amazing when I'm you already, would... In my mind, I've already left. Isn't, isn't it amazing when you would tell colleagues or, like, friends that you would go, oh, I'm off to Exeter tonight. No, like, yeah. what? Oh, right, you're getting paid? No. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just going the, there. The promoter <laughs> might be there and they might book me again. They might not be, though, so it might just be a waste of time, but well, I'm, I'm excited. It's worked out for you, though, hasn't it, boys? Let's be honest. Well, not really. <laughs> Come on. This is, this is the last place I'd ever want to be. You don't know what it's like here listening, but it, basically, you think it's a radio station, get here, it's just a sweatshop. Yeah. Loads of Asian kids making shoes in here. <laughs> Jason's sitting on a big chair in a big, he's in a, in a big, factory, in a big factory. Can I ask, can I ask what my role is in the sweatshop? Uh, can, I, can I be Jason's number two? Darren's at gunpoint. Darren, <laughs> Darren's at gunpoint. This is the magic of radio, they don't need to know any of this. Yeah. I'm actually about to pull a mask off and I'm your dad as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where real music matters. Uh, we've been chatting expensive mistakes. Uh, Mitchell in Burton. Uh, Jason, this is my expensive mistake story. My friend early on in his banking career once transferred a million pounds by accident into a wrong bank account. Wrong. Okay. It happened to be his. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, he managed to rectify it before his manager found out. Crying. Oh, man. Imagine but imagine seeing that. Imagine loading that, that up on your you. statements. Well, I guess it would. A million pound yeah. entered, a million pound left. It, That's like crazy. in the same morning, you'd be like, I don't remember that. Oh, that person probably was having like, having like four pence in his account. Say, <laughs> the intel it was just like someone's like on the real verge of. Just flicking through, you, you'd yeah. be sat there yeah, next my... to your wife, like, what were we doing Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember making a million pound and then spending it like two minutes later? I have had that when I've. Um, I remember when I was. Working once, putting a putting in a check, and they put an extra zero on. It was a check for a gig, hundred and forty quid. Ooh, they wow. put an extra zero, fourteen hundred quid. Got yourself a corporate there, mate. I mean, that's what it felt like. And I said nothing. I said nothing, and I just le I left it for about five weeks, and then spent well, on holiday. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, they absolutely. Just, they, that's mad. Was that I for mean, a? Of was all that... the mistakes banks have made, it wasn't their worst. Yeah, but... not... Was that from Mansfield's comedy clubs, was it? <laughs> yeah, I paid myself. Yeah. Yeah, I paid myself. Imagine yeah, that. This was like it. back in the day, like, you know, this like 15 years ago. So Imagine getting then. a million, though, in your account. Imagine if it was like your business account and your accountant's just like, whoa, 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 we've changed tax brackets. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. You're sorry. that registered, kid. Your tax is going to go, your tax is flying up now. That is insane. That'd be the worst thing, is if when, <laughs> when it came to January, you were like, what, I've got to pay tax on that? <laughs> <laughs> but they took it. They took it's it. not there anymore. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Amazing. Uh, keep them coming in. 8, 12, 15 on text. You've got a few more minutes. Uh, I'm really enjoying them. George uh, in uh, Liverpool. Whilst working for a company, being there two days, I was in a Bobcat Mini Digger. That sounds fun already. Sounds really uh, went through BT fibre optic cables. Cost the company £17,000 to put right on your second day. Oh, oh man. That's not good. I was sacked. <laughs> and There's I no way. There's no way. Give him a second chance. Yeah, come on, he's all right. Did he hit 20 grand? We all make mistakes. Let him see for his probation on period. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah says, our builders doing our extension accidentally reversed their 1.5-ton digger into our VW camper van. It had taken us four years to renovate and was worth 30 grand. Oh, yeah, but that's builders, though, isn't it? That is builders. You, got, you, you can't be like, the builders Cowboys. screwed it up. Oh, well. It's like, yeah, well... They're builders, aren't they? They'll be all right. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. Don't worry. Put a bit of tape on it. Uh, Chelsea in Camden says, uh, I had a beautiful classic 1957 Morris Oxford. 
when I was 19. I hadn't passed my test, but it was parts of my garage ready for me. One evening, a little bit drunk, I just yeah. sat in it, just sat in it, and then started it up just to listen to how uh, lovely the engine was. That, I mean, that's illegal already. Uh, yeah, you've already broken it Not allowed off. to do yeah. that if you've had a drink. Um, well, and somehow... Passed. And not pass the test, yeah. <laughs> These, they're two big things when it comes to driving. Pretty don't big. do it drunk and don't do it without a licence. Uh, somehow, <laughs> Chelsea says, it shot forwards fast and went straight through the back wall into my neighbour's lounge. Oh. The fallout was huge and the car nearly a write-off. Into the neighbour's lounge? Nearly a write-off? What do you mean nearly a write-off? Just, uh, it's a good car. It's a car, Just a strong tank. Just a sturdy car. It would have looked cool, though. It'd be really cool, like, if you drive into someone's house, you've got to at least play it cool. You've got to, like, wind the window and being like, have you got a light? And then just do it. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, you take off your sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. just wind the window down, just like, is, the Mor- is it Morrison's lit up here? Let's <laughs> <laughs> be really confident. Any sugar? I would specifically want a Morrison's pizza. Yeah. Very good. No one knows this. You know Morrison's, I, I shouldn't say. Cool. That's, Tell it, it's a fine we don't Morrison, mind. Morrison's pizzas are the best. Are own they really? brand pizzas. Honestly, it's crazy. I lived next to Morrison's for, like, three years. The pizzas well, were better than takeaway pizza. Honestly, I was there. I'd I rather have a Morrison's what? own brand pizza than a takeaway pizza. Nah. You have much, to gr- and you have to grill it too. How much was a Morrison's own brand pizza? It's like two quid or something. All right. Nah, I'm right. going to test that out this week. Um, ch- actually, that was like five years ago. They might have changed oh, it. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, look at him there. Oh, so confident. Hey, hey, scared of the taste test. I'm sponsored by Morrison's. <laughs> I'm like, me and, and Dak. Wait, wait, is it? Wait, is it Richard? Who does them? Is I've it no idea. Richard Hammond. I don't watch adverts anymore. Got Sky Plus. Oh, I, love, I love a nice skip ad. Oh, oh I love it. Uh, we've had Darren Harriet. Uh, Good Heart Ute is his uh, new show. Uh, it's on tour till the 13th of uh, February and he's at London Soho Theatre 4 to the 8th. And Huge Davis as well. What dates are you there? At the... I'm on from next week, so it's all next week. And then, uh, yeah, the third, the, and then it's the third, which needs Stalin, which is a Monday. So okay, Monday, Monday, Monday night comedy. Everyone loves that. So they do love that. Yeah, it's a bit of a chuckle. There's no one Monday. that doesn't love that. Absolutely. So uh, you can find out details following you on social media. What's that? Uh, that's just just a huge Davies. For just everything. Dennis sausage. Just ten, <laughs> Dennis sausages. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Dennis sausages is the is the is the Twitter counterpart I use. He's the head of the huge Davies hate group. Oh, I see. So you've got two accounts, and one of them. Hates yeah, one you. of them. One of them pretends to hate me, and then tries to sell tickets <laughs> indirectly to oh, yeah, people who idea. hate me to protest my comedy. Reverse psychology. And actually like works it. quite a lot. Anyway, but I'm at, I'm at huge Davies. But huge check out Davis. Dennis sausages as well. Music matters. Thanks for your messages this morning. Enjoyed Saran's uh, mistake, expensive mistake. She was a music visa agent. A second week accidentally cancelled Robbie Williams's passport instead of ordering a second one at the passport office for the second leg of his international tour. No way. Oh, I'm in every cloud. <laughs> uh, yeah, someone's and, happy about that. And uh, happy birthday to uh, Kirsty in Stoke as well, who's 30 today, uh, who's been whose parents have been messaging me. All morning. So that's that done. Uh, <laughs> hope you all have a lovely Sunday. Uh, I am back on tour this week with the musical Curtains, uh, which is uh, heading to Liverpool at the Empire before heading to Landudno and Norwich, the showbiz triangle. Uh, so feel free to uh, come along to any of those. Uh, it's a really fun show. And, of course, you can see first and last 
on uh, iPlayer. It's on the BBC iPlayer now. Uh, four episodes are up. Uh, it's a lot of silly nonsense. If you enjoyed, you know, Generation Game and Blankety Blank and all those sort of daft uh, game shows, it's, uh, it's of that ilk. So they're on there now. Fun for all the family. Uh, and that is on Saturday nights at uh, 8.30. I will speak to you next week here on Absolute Radio. Have a lovely week.